0: hail our fair riverdale register hello everybody and welcome to the penultimate episode of season five episode of the riverdale register yeah
1: didn't 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 realize that was the case until i was putting this one together
0: don't worry you still have five more episodes of the 2021 season great so we actually
1: have quite a great bit of time. what a what a strange what yeah. a strange time
0: what a weird time it's like the end of something but also i I saw
1: like a cw ad for like our fall lineup coming up and i'm like oh right that starts in october usually right so weird that we're this late doing the riverdale stuff and i'm watching star girl which is also like like started really late
0: i wonder if we're just gonna be normal again though next year i guess we will
1: yeah i don't know why wouldn't be Probably silly? not. I don't think it, it... You don't think it'll catch up? Ooh, We're trying hard in this film industry uh, to have things go back to normal. And this pandemic just keeps not stopping yeah. like we all want it to.
0: Well, I will say, I think that maybe... So guys, in case you don't know, but I imagine that you do. Because if you're not a hardcore Riverdale fan, why are you listening to this podcast? or Or your parents... Um, those are the people. I. Oh, my parents. <laughs> yeah. N- my parents have never heard an episode. <laughs> um, but I think that, um, so they cut the episode count to 19 for this season. Next season, we're getting those five episodes and then we're going to go presumably into uh, a spring. We're going to have a break and then come back in spring. So my thinking is they just chopped the end of this season so we can have a much more normalized
1: next season. Right, right. Roberto was like, "Listen, we have to have seven episodes of Betty just on this highway. Right, exactly. With, with no leads on this. I this mean, we can't, we can't not do that. So we, this storyline's going to have to go into next season.
0: Life is a highway for Betty. That's she's going to ride it for seven episodes, and we need that. It was, yeah.
1: It, it, I wonder if this was something that was offered to them. Or, or was discussed, and they were like, great, yes, we will use this to bridge our season five plot into our season six plot, and so maybe, maybe that's why they stall a little bit in the middle of the season, yeah. as if they don't do that every season, what am I talking about? I will
0: say, it's a very, it's a problem, I think, with a lot of 24-episode teen dramas specifically, and even, like, the ones that I love the most, which, you know, like, I love you know, my Gossip Girls and Veronica Mars and all the ones that I... went to Hills. It's just... It's so much plot. It's like it's very hard to have arcs that are like... That seem consequential that then don't go on forever. Because if you could finish up like a serial killer storyline in five episodes, it's like, okay, that was like the worst thing that could ever happen to any of us. Sure. So... But if you have a show, I guess, like a more... If you have a show like Veronica Mars, where you have an episode of the week, like a procedural element to it, it's so much easier. But for a show like this, where it's like, we just have to do things.
1: In the in the early days, the of the week was like local town event. You yes, know? yes,
0: for sure. That's, yeah. And I enjoyed that. That's kind of like a Vampire Diaries thing too, where there was so, I mean, it got very,
1: very, very serialized. For what I understand, Vampire Diaries did do shorter arcs though.
0: They do, yes. And they also always had kind of like a monster of the, of the like next five episodes to deal with. Mm -hmm. And usually it would be like a Russian nesting egg doll Russian esting egg doll? I feel like one of those words doesn't belong there. You know. It would be like the, when those little Russian dolls inside, inside another thing where it's like, you thought this guy was the big bad, but it's actually his ex-girlfriend oh who's 5,000 years old and she's the vampire slash werewolf slash witch oh thing. Oh my god,
1: I hate when that happened. I know. It's In my last so job, my manager happened. quit and then the new one was <laughs> a thousand-year-old vampire witch thing.
0: so annoying, man. That'd be a cool, that'd be
1: a cool show. <laughs> I would watch that
0: be like a, a crossover of, like, Devil Wears Prada meets Where, uh, What We Do in the Shadows.
1: Actually. Hold on a second. That's
0: a great idea. Well, that just sounds like
1: a great episode of What We Do in the Shadows. Right, it
0: does. <laughs> that would be. Get Meryl Streep on there. She'd be great, actually. She
1: could. I mean, they got some pull. Do you remember the vampire council they had on that show? Oh,
0: wait. Who was it?
1: It was, like, the three guys from the movie. Yeah. They had uh, Evan Rachel Wood. I love her. Uh, they had um, <clears throat> Tilda Swinton.
0: All vampires from other movies. Yeah, yeah. They so had smart. Wesley
1: Snipes but <laughs> on oh, computer, a computer. He video called in. <laughs> that's very funny.
0: Good for him. Very good for him. That's a great concept, though. I think Evan Rachel Wood was such a great, campy little vampire in True Blood. I loved her. I love her now. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that uh john what is the episode title
1: oh we haven't even introduced ourselves yet
0: i'm caitlin (laughs) my
1: name is john if
0: this is your first episode (laughs) it's probably not going to be the best it's okay no i'm kidding welcome to
1: our annual riverdale musical episode that's usually better than all the other ones
0: you know what's funny this was um i think that this was my least favorite musical episode and it's not because i didn't like this episode i just think that
1: was it the music
0: no, I, I like the music, but I think that it was really a me problem. Mm. I think I just don't know this musical that well. And I know the other musicals better, or at least the music from the other musicals better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was kind of what it was because I was like, "Ooh, like this is how they're gonna do like candy store from Heather's and like how it's gonna relate to the plot."
1: I see. I've gone through all of these musical episodes not having seen the musical ahead of time. That must
0: be hard for you. No, it's no honestly fine. I
1: just perceive the songs in the context of the Riverdale episode.
0: Sometimes I think it it can be confusing because you are thinking of it through a certain lens. Like I I do know one song. Pretty well from this musical. Mm-hmm. And so when Veronica sings, and that is not what the song is about in context of the musical. We're gonna talk about that. Uh, yeah.
1: I would say for this one, it felt the least theatrical yes. of all of the musicals they've done. Very, very Dear Evan Hansen, if oh, you will.
0: Man. I love Dear Evan Hansen. And okay. <laughs> on
1: stage or on screen? I
0: well we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen the movie yet. Will I like the movie? Probably. <laughs> I just think that that musical is really good and the fact that people are like Evan is a bad person. I'm like, "Yes." Okay. He yes, sure. But like why does that make the musical bad? Like bad people do things a lot. Right,
1: right. Why why aren't bad characters allowed in it, musicals? Right,
0: I don't get it. And I understand the concept is very disturbing <laughs> and some people feel like maybe it's not handled very sensitively. Um, Sure. Maybe
1: the argument is he doesn't. He doesn't. Does he learn enough from his actions? Right. That he did the bad thing.
0: Yeah, I think that. um, I don't know. I was very emotionally moved by that musical. I didn't think that. I don't know. I mean, like, maybe other people would feel differently, um, but I, I thought it was very moving. Anyway. Well, we'll this musical- This musical is a different one. different. <laughs> this is, uh,
1: this title is Next to Normal. Next
0: to Normal. So it is actually, if you guys are 13 Reasons Why fans on this podcast, and you know that I am a 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> is it? Is it a vaguely problematic teen show? Not vaguely. Not vaguely. Okay. I love 13 Reasons Why for all the parts that are not problematic and I acknowledge all the problematic parts and I've sat with them, and we can have a conversation about those if you guys want to. But we don't have to. Plus,
1: as part of the extended Riverdale universe, eventually both Reggie's are going to come back together exactly. and report report their findings to each other and switch places again.
0: That would be so funny. <laughs> that would be would be weird. Weird. But, you know, it's season four of 13 Reasons Why I Probably Would Have Done That. That got... <laughs> that, that felt like
1: they were close to that. They were
0: so close <laughs> to doing that. They were so close to, like, opening a portal <laughs> and being like, come with me, other Reggie." Look, she's still
1: alive in this universe. <laughs> I mean...
0: Man, that'd be that would be such a bad idea for season five. <laughs> but if I if I had thirteen reasons
1: to... why I'm not dead,
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write that because uh, yeah. But anyway, we can talk about that show later. I enjoyed that show and thought it was very moving, and I understand its problems, <clears throat> and I understand why people don't like it. Anyway, did you
1: enjoy the musical Next Normal and find it very moving? <laughs>
0: right. No, we're going back to that. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. So I've never seen the musical. I really wanted to see the musical, and I don't know why no one ever took me to see the musical. (laughs) This is not, like, the time Uh, of my... Ian. (laughs) No, no, that was... It was long before I met Ian. But um, my parents once all went... My parents and my sister, and that's it, that's my whole family, went to go see the Mary Poppins musical without me once, and I've never let them forget it. So somebody really should have taken me to see Next to Normal as penance, but no one ever did. Yeah. So... I didn't see it, but I do know the music, and I know a lot of people really like it. The reason I bring up 13 Reasons Why is because Brian Yorkey is the writer of Next to Normal. And? And this musical. I mean, and 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> oh. Right.
1: Oof, so, we got there eventually. Yeah.
0: Do people listen to this podcast? This podcast? Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My brain um, goes a lot of places. I get the negative reviews now. <laughs>
1: I, I understand them.
0: Uh, yeah, I do. Um, but anyways. Oh,
1: did our audience ask us a question?
0: They did, actually. But do we want to get there, or do you want me to explain what Next to Normal I'm sorry,
1: you should. <laughs> I haven't thought about if we described what Next to Normal is about yet.
0: Right. You can edit all of this out, or most of it, anyway. But Next to Normal is about a mother... Family. The mother really wants to have kind of this ideal family. And I don't, this is going to be a major spoiler, but I imagine if you watch this episode of Riverdale, you clearly understand. The mother's son has died and now she is projecting uh, that he is alive and that he is a, you know, a functioning, living member of the family. And she is also bipolar and. She's a psychiatrist who kind of gives her this medication, and there's a lot of issues with, like, is the medication good for her? Is it not? Is her is her marriage successful? Is it not? All this stuff. Um, again, i am not seeing the musical, but this is sort of the interpretation from the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um,
1: but... No, it's crazy because everything you're saying is line by line exactly what Betty says <laughs> in the episode when she describes the musical to <laughs> her friends.
0: Right. Oh, right. They do that. So I guess we don't need to go. No, on no, this. no.
1: And then she's and then she's like, I don't really know. I googled it. I'm yeah. looking through Wikipedia right now.
0: <laughs> I don't know. The cast. She's gonna break that cast album, though. You can tell. It's funny because she says that she plays the cast album, but they never. It's only them singing. The, it, the <laughs> irony is
1: Betty's like, "How do I solve this? I know what will solve it. I'm getting rid of the record player. <laughs> right. She could have just gotten rid of the album. Yeah, but the whole record player is gone.
0: Yeah, I mean, look. She's like, we're going to do this acapella, actually. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but it seems like a really great musical. Um, came out in 2008, I believe. So, uh, you know, that would have been plenty of time for me to have been taken to see it. <laughs> um, but, Very
1: upset about this. Yeah, I mean,
0: I was in high school at that time. So what the hell? I know. I'm sorry, was the train ride too long? Like, why <laughs> didn't someone take me? Right, right. You,
1: you were right there. I was right there. You lived so close to the city. It's
0: just ridiculous. Anyway, whatever. It's fine. I supported Brian Yorkie in other ways. By watching every single episode of 13 Reasons Why. You know it's a depressing thing to do.
1: Watch every single episode of 13 <laughs> Reasons Why. Yeah, but
0: like right after you get laid off. So, like... Wait, was was that your
1: pandemic show?
0: No, it was just... I think that what happened was it came out... I used to recap every episode of 13 Reasons Why for work. um, And then I was laid off. And then I was like, I'm kind of happy I don't have to recap the whole season.
1: Oh, but you wanted to watch it anyway. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So, guys, um, this is a good time to announce that we are transitioning this podcast to a 13 Reasons Why (laughs) podcast exclusively about season four.
1: Only the fourth season of Thirteen Reasons <laughs> Why. Only the
0: fourth season. Only the fourth season. Wow, things happen in that in that show. But anyway, yeah. So John, what do we do now?
1: Didn't the question? The question yes. that they the the, the the audience asked. The so question from the audience. The, the audience question. The question
0: from the audience is: Would you prefer to have Riverdale stick to kind of the ridiculous nature that it has been on last the last couple of seasons, or kind of go back to maybe more of the season one? Wow, that was Stella. Did you hear that? I did. That was sound. that was cute. That was cute.
1: You win this round.
0: Or would you would you prefer for the show to to go back to that more realistic kind what, what of do you think? solidly crime thriller as opposed to like whatever whatever
1: this is whatever now. This is what now? do you think?
0: Um, I like the chaos. Here's the thing, guys. If I wanted to watch like. I don't know. Name the show, like Escape from Danamora or something. Like I would, but
1: or oh, very serious intelligence show.
0: I'm just trying to think of what I don't watch those. So what is what, what are are they like? Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> like the other night I jumped from uh, La Brea.
0: Oh yes, to I, yeah
1: to Squid Game to Riverdale.
0: Which one is the crazy one? LeBrea and Squid Game Oh they're all insane
1: for (laughs) different reasons. But Squid Game is the best is objectively the 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 strongest.
0: Right. It's the it's the most narratively cohesive and has a theme and has something to say. But like
1: I I, I love Legends of Tomorrow, which is an insane show. Where like, you know, you'll in act four of the episode everything will suddenly be animated for like seven minutes.
0: Uh, did that line up perfectly with the pandemic weirdly, or no?
1: Uh, I mean, yes. Was it during the COVID season? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lucifer did did a did a whole like animated segment. and You're like, oh, this is this gets you out of some COVID problems, right? Right,
0: ex- right exactly.
1: <laughs> um, but the the point is that show is great because it still has strong character arcs through the insanity. And my issue with Riverdale is neither that it's too crazy or or. Uh, too hard-boiled of a, of a realistic show. It's just I want the characters to feel like these things are affecting them. Yeah. And that they are growing and changing in, in consistent ways.
0: I get that. So that's what we would want.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes the sense. The show can be as insane as it wants as yeah. long as it's got internal logic.
0: I think it actually works best when it does... It is crazy because it's like, oh, like no other show is gonna have this like this is like the comic yeah. booky flair of the, it
1: the uh, my least favorite version of riverdale is when uh someone says something like kind of banal be like oh yeah he he took your sandwich and then like uh the the it's like it's like you know there's like a reveal of some kind an example is he took your sandwich. Okay. Another one is Dr. Creepy Dr. Drew going, they stole the body while we were away. Right. And then the, the editors throwing in the, boom, like the sound effect that's like a, Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, all right, it's not right. that serious. And well, that's that the sounds- sound effect they throw at the end of this episode when it's like pan over to the girl, picture of the girl's. Going to see the musical. It's like, Oof-oh. and you're like, "Is this scary? What are we doing? <laughs> Who knows what was going to happen?" It's, there. But it's like it's like a it's like a period they do in the editorial yeah. department on stuff, and that's when I don't like Riverdale. And
0: that's and that's the end of the episode. But but overall, this episode I thought was really great. It wasn't really it wasn't really too too crazy,
1: actually. Mm-mm. No, it was pretty like pretty tame yeah now this episode was written by tessa williams who tessa, of course is the, great the musical love tessa Williams. yes tessa williams has written every musical episode and a lot of our favorite episodes she's my favorite writer on the show and hasn't written a single episode since hedwig
0: Oh. And um, that's
1: the real crime with season 5. That's
0: the crime. It's not those girls that were murdered on no, the lonely no. highway.
1: They were like Tessa was like you want to like another episode and they were like no 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 save it all for the musical. We um, need you to write this ship again.
0: I am curious actually if there's a if she has a background I should really look into that like what her background is if there's a musical theater element. Oh yeah,
1: I, I should too.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because like we kind of got Sorry, guys, there's an ambulance, but...
1: Ugh, can you... Yeah, can... I don't know why I said that. How that was so terrible. It was
0: so terrible. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I was so sorry. Yeah, sit. ambulances save people's lives. Healthcare workers are heroes. I'm so sorry. I really... I'm so afraid of, of like, saying the wrong thing lately and, like, offending people, and I'm not sure why. Kayla, hey, do you
1: think you're going to get canceled?
0: No, it's not about that, because I feel like I... I don't, I'm not worried about that so much. I'm just more worried about, like, I don't want to make anybody upset. I don't know. It's a weird thing. <laughs> anyway, so it's funny. There kind of was a musical episode before. There was the Josie and the Pussycats episode, which probably had almost exactly as many songs. They just weren't all coherently from the same musical. It was Jukebox. Stuff. It was a yeah, Jukebox musical, you know. yeah. But there was Little Shop of Horrors. There was Share's It's All Coming Back to Me Now, which I imagine if there was a Share musical. That's not Cher, that's Celine Dion. There's a Celine Dion musical. But if there
1: were a Cher musical, uh, maybe throw in Celine Dion song. That out,
0: would be right? great. Yeah, that would be great. So I just think that uh, musical episodes of Riverdale are fun. That's the whole story. Good take. That took me a really long time to get to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I'm glad you you, you you remembered it on your first try. Yeah, on my <laughs>
0: first try and not at all on, on the fifth try.
1: This episode was directed by Ronald Richard, and this is literally his first ever directing credit.
0: <gasps> Amazing!
1: He appears to be a lighting guy turned camera operator turned second unit director of photography.
0: That's so cool. Congratulations. <clears throat> I
1: wonder, although I'm a, I'm a little worried that like, not... not he did great.
0: He did great. It's,
1: it's the first time, and he did that great. that they're starting to go around the office and be like, all right, we don't have any more directors nearby.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that's not uh, what it was. Uh,
1: Penelope, can you do one? Ron? Ron, you want to direct an episode? <laughs> i like,
0: the lighting guy. No, I'm sure that this was a big aspiration, and that he did his best, and he made you know, a ton were of were short films. We very proud We're all very proud of him.
1: No, that's the thing. He's never directed short well, films. Well, who
0: knows what doesn't make it to IMDb, you know? I've made several feature films that have not painted IMDb. That's not true. <laughs> but I, you don't know that. You, don't, you can't disprove a fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Think about Objectively it. Objectively true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there are four plot lines in this episode. We I, have uh, Alice's Extraordinary Playlist. Cute.
0: Very cute.
1: We have Varchi Endgame. Uh, no. We have A Girl Belongs With Her Father. Okay. And Tughead Odo.
0: Okay, I like... Let's do A Girl Belongs With Her Father.
1: Okay. So, um... Britta has been living in Jughead, Jughead's old spot under the stairs uh, at
0: school. I can't why you called it this now. Very clever. <laughs> Continue.
1: Tony, Tony introduces Britta to another social worker. Apparently Brita has been kicked out and blamed for her own kidnapping because <laughs> So <of> her... <laughs> terrible. So awful. It's her deviant lifestyle. Mm. They it's you know, it's it's not just that people are homophobic, it's that they're cartoonishly homophobic.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess that there obviously are many, many, many cartoonishly homoph- homophobic people. But I feel like I know so many like like insidiously subtle homophobic people mm-hmm. and that is like more of my experience and i'm right. just like this i hate this so there but was, i also hate the other thing
1: so there's this walking dead show called world beyond
0: oh yeah
1: had, uh nico from torta from younger
0: torta tell tortella tortellini,
1: tortellini. that's tortellini. right nico yeah. tortellini
0: they're great mm-hmm. um <laughs> i never knew how to say their
1: last name Are they? Are they? They?
0: I believe so. I'm almost certain.
1: So, so they play a gay man. Who, on the on the day the uh, the apocalypse has begun, the zombies are rising. He goes home and bangs on his parents' door, and they say, "We won't take you in because you're gay."
0: Oh, that's
1: horrible. (laughs) And that's what this feels like.
0: Are they? Well, you wouldn't have been
1: kidnapped by strange woodland inbred monsters if you weren't gay.
0: That's absolutely horrific. Wait, so is he okay though? Are they okay? Oh, I guess he. Yeah, on the, show. the character
1: he. The character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he makes it in season two. I didn't watch season two. Yeah. No, I didn't. You, you didn't know. have a personal. I was Yeah, connection. I wasn't. As, I wasn't as personally connected to the to the cool. show. Cool. Cool. But everyone in this scene, Tony and the social worker, are very much be like, well, don't worry. We're good people who love you and care about you. Not enough to you're take you community. in, but fine. Yeah. We we don't have a home for you, but we're going to find a home for you. And that's when I, in the end, would be like, yeah, with her dad, Archie.
0: Right. That I really thought, Obvi- actually. Obviously.
1: Right? She moves in with Archie. That makes perfect sense.
0: It would have been Redheaded
1: a- daughter that he gets to raise <laughs> and play football with and do all of this manly stuff with.
0: Um, it also would have kind of streamlined two plots because it could have been Archie takes in Britta, Veronica realizes <laughs> that Archie will never, like, love her enough to put aside his, like, right daily Or Or, like, within a the the
1: day, they're already working better as a familial unit than she is with yeah. him. Yeah.
0: Interesting. That'd be fun. Would be. Not what happened. Not
1: Not but... what they did. Yeah. Meanwhile... With Cheryl, she gets this one scene where uh, nobody showed up for performance art church. <laughs> and they're all like, wait, it's real religion? She's And she was saying, yeah, we, we prayed to this painting. And they said, all right, we're out. No, no, no. The that, that painting is not element. god.
0: Yeah, right. Right. She's like, Gaia. Yeah. It's Gaia. And everyone's like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm leaving.
1: And Cheryl calls Penelope the devil and sings a song called Didn't I See This Movie. Which it's was, a good song. It might be my favorite performance in the episode. It's a,
0: yeah, it's a really, really good song. It works a little too perfectly. It makes yeah. you wonder if they made this whole plot just so it would fit pretty well. well this, literally.
1: this is Cheryl's only scene. I was about to write a Cheryl plotline. I was like, no, it's, it's just the one scene,
0: right? And well, then she So they, the, they were
1: really just like looking at the songs and went, oh, well, this one,
0: yeah, obviously Cheryl can sing yeah. this one,
1: uh, and she splashes a drink in Penelope's face. Yeah. I was I was hoping maple syrup, you know. And like yeah, that, won't splat. Uh, everything I pour in here is maple syrup. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, it's too
0: thick. Ah, it's just embarrassing at that point.
1: <laughs> Tony. Tells Fangs she can't find a place for Britta to live, which is crazy because you know, she knows Archie. Right. And he knows Archie. Also
0: they have a house.
1: And then and then Fangs Yeah. Yeah. And also they have room because Kevin doesn't live there anymore. Right, and I imagine and that I feel too. like they're about to share a bed. Yeah, so. that's what
0: I was thinking. Yeah, it's like we couldn't have made that work at all. Like I know you have a baby. Like, like but... I really thought that
1: would that and considering the revelation at the end of this episode, that could have been the resolution to this issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: fangs thinks there's someone else she can ask to take care of britta who loves taking on responsibilities and helping (laughs) people and i'm like yeah archie no and he says he he says cheryl what
0: i know it's a little random it's been like three episodes of her being like a slightly better person and it's been her trying to indoctrinate people into a cult
1: right 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 i I didn't
0: love it. I wouldn't have I mean, like, yeah, it'd be fun, but
1: just based on everything we know about her?
0: Is it like you're gay, she's gay, you have red hair, she has red hair? I swear,
1: it's like it's It's
0: It's like, okay, um
1: Think of think of a gay think of someone with red hair. Cheryl. Ah, damn, (laughs) if you just thought of the other person (laughs) that you know.
0: I guess she could help her. Tony Tony
1: visits Cheryl and offers her an impressionable child.
0: (laughs) <laughs> to the
1: girl, to the girl who kept a corpse in the house for months.
0: Also, she lives with like evil Nana Blossom. Evil
1: incarnate. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do the twins live with them sometimes too? Uh, in this
1: episode, they do.
0: That's weird. Okay. Right.
1: Yeah. Um. Sure. Tony says Britta needs Cheryl's love right now. The the all encompassing love where she takes over everything you like until you never leave the house and live for her pleasure.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Which. Yeah.
1: Considering she dresses Britta right after this, yeah.
0: She wants a doll. She she always has.
1: So anyway, uh, Fangs and Tony realize they love each other after committing a child to live in an evil gothic mansion with their, <coughs> most, with their most inconsistent friend.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: and, 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 and I like them as a couple. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, I
0: didn't hate it. I mean,
1: considering they already have a baby together, that kind of works out. I would Kevin's be, in the window. Yeah. Like, I did this to myself. I know. I would be, I would be so
0: sad if I was Kevin. <clears throat> so upset. And so, But, like, he can't blame anyone but himself, but I would be very, very, very
1: upset. It's um, very uncomfortable for him. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, hey, I'm also your dad. That kid will never know him.
0: No, exactly. I always think about this. Like, if you adopt a baby with somebody... If you adopt a baby with somebody, right, and then your husband, wife, whatever, like leaves when they're like one before they ever really formed conscious memories, Mm -hmm. and then like fourteen years later they come back and they're like, "I'm your dad or mom or whatever," like, "No, you're not." No. But like, you have no connection to me. Like, I don't. I don't know you. Right. I don't know you. You like basically like ran out on me. We don't have a biological connection. Like, we have truly like no reason. We're not
1: friends. Right.
0: Like that's how it feels. So Kevin is just out of this baby's life. But it's never been discussed. And I think that's the weird part. We're going to assume there's no biological connection to this child.
1: I, I gotta. Although, can you imagine if after all this revealed, it's <laughs> not even Fangs' kid, it's Kevin's kid. Right,
0: it's like, oh, okay, so no one's going to... It's just complicated. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, though. It doesn't
1: Kevin's have kid. to be. Okay, so where would you like to go next? Betty and Alice, Varchi, or... Tabitha and Jughead. Varchi. Okay. Tughead. Yeah, yeah. Is that... Do you know? Is there a name for this coupling? Because if it's, it's Tughead, that's a problem.
0: I think it's Jabitha.
1: Jabitha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jabitha would be funnier. It's
0: Jabitha? Well, that doesn't really work.
1: No. So
0: it's, it's Jabitha.
1: What can Veronica and Archie do with Betty's crisis? Talk about their own relationship. <laughs> they don't want to lose any more time. And so uh, uh, Veronica suggests moving in together. And Archie's like, yeah, into my house. <laughs> and Veronica says, no, the Pembroke, right? And Archie says, no, I, people have tried to murder me here. Other people have been murdered here, not living here.
0: And so they... have I don't know why Veronica agreed to this. I,
1: hold, now, here's the thing. I'm really into this. I think yeah. this is a, this is a, something they should have explored a long time ago. When The first time she walked out of her parents' house was her trying to live her life in other people's homes because, oh. you know, her genre is weird. Right. right. Uh, and doesn't fit with everyone else. Like, she would weirdly have the easiest time in Cheryl's home because it would feel the closest to her own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her in Archie's house is... Is fun and good and about characters we like in rooms together. Every scene of this was something I enjoyed, but also at the same time, girl, what did you expect? <laughs> I know. What
0: did you expect? You're like in. <laughs> it's embarrassing, actually, for you. The yeah, whole thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Eric is for some reason not in this episode.
0: Eric's Who cares? Not in this episode He's at all? just not
1: in this episode.
0: Huh, I didn't notice.
1: But you know, I'll, the boys. trauma, do- trauma boys is still at least Frank and Archie most of the well, time. Is
0: Eric in the hospital?
1: Oh, he might be in the hospital okay. after after the mine collapsed. Yeah. That's a good point. You're so smart. Thank you.
0: I know. I was like, hello. He just almost died <laughs> in a mine after <laughs> murdering all those girls.
1: Right. He was murdering all those girls in the mines. Yeah. Veronica cooks chicken cordon bleu for the Chamba Boys in Jughead. And they don't get any of her references. and Then their beepers go off <laughs> because there's a fire. So she's left alone with Jughead. And it's my favorite moment. Where he just, he and she look at each other and he just says, I'm gonna eat in the garage. I love it so much. <laughs> They're not much. friends. They're not
0: friends. They were never friends.
1: Hilarious. She says it sounds good. And then she sings Superboy and the Invisible Girl.
0: Yeah. So I noticed on Twitter a lot of people had problems with this. I, I think that it fits. For the context of it. Because he is like Superboy. I
1: totally got it. Yeah. I, one of my notes is don't be pedantic about the, about the powers or the Marvel DC stuff.
0: I think that he, uh, the the concept of the, the song within the context of Next to Normal is like. The dead son that, like, she never got to, like, know. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes
1: a lot of sense. Yeah. It's uh, like she's <clears> invisible
0: <throat> to her mom. You right. know, she's here, and then the, the dead son right. is but, not.
1: Uh, Veronica feels invisible because Archie's with his real love. Fire. Jobs. 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 <laughs> his, his real love is Jobs. What did you think was gonna happen? You know he's a he runs a fire department out of his gym that's also a youth center that's she, a, that, that that adopts dogs.
0: She gives up so fast.
1: While he teaches and, and while he teaches army at school.
0: She like literally is like, it was a rough <laughs> right. three days. This is,
1: this is to be fair, night one of them <laughs> yeah. living together, and she's like, how can I live under these crushing circumstances where he'll leave me alone at a moment's notice?
0: I. I get it like on a in a certain way like oh but like also girl like who are you like he lives with four people nobody likes you that much like,
1: <laughs> right every single one of his friends if he took them aside it was like what do you think about Veronica really they'd be like I don't know man I yeah. don't really <laughs> think there's a future there.
0: I think her dad's going
1: to try to murder you again.
0: I I mean, it's like kind of funny. Like we spent so much time building up to this. And then she's like, no. (laughs) Last episode, it was like, I would literally lay down on train tracks if it meant I could kiss Archie So
1: like um, all first season of Supergirl when it was on CBS, uh, Kara was in love with uh, Jimmy Olsen played by (gasps) McCann Brooks. Yeah. It was a very attractive James Olsen.
0: I thought we were talking about the guy from the last five years. The movie. No, 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 no. no. uh, uh Win is
1: in love with her, and she's like, no, can we, can we not?
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh wow. so
1: So, uh, like she, it. like, they're pursuing each other. They have a big kiss in the season finale. Season two comes in on CW now. Some Someone has reacted to some kind of fan reaction, because the next time they see it, would be like, it doesn't feel right, does it? Just friends and they give like a hearty handshake and they just walk in their opposite directions. Does he never, leave the show? Never having a romantic tension again. No, he sticks around not really doing anything much for like three, four more seasons.
0: Wow, that's a lot of seasons to not...
1: Season six currently, I think, or seven is the final one.
0: That's so weird. Oh. Who do they want her with? Her real life husband? The, the uh so
1: so chris chris yeah. what's his name uh shows up in season two or three her real life husband yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they, that. they're they're a couple and then he gets lost in the future yeah and then our... uh, uh she has like this very boring uh man mm. who's just kind of a reporter i don't know he's the worst the the true love is lena luther but they'll never let them be gay together
0: it's weird because the cw it's,
1: and it's such a gay show too but like yeah, you know, there's the, that. the different. There's a huge difference between Supergirl's adoptive sister is gay and Supergirl is gay. I guess that's yeah. the point where DC's like, whoa, hey.
0: I mean, it's you know, I'm just saying. I watch all of those YouTube videos, and it, it seems like there's tension. <laughs> so you know, I having not watched the show. But having watched those YouTube videos, I feel like I'm the expert. I feel yeah. like she just petitions that. You know, I'm sure <laughs> right. that hasn't been done. Totally. I'm sure it's the first time anyone's ever said anything about, about that. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, no yeah. one's thought of it before. Veronica wakes up alone, but she hears the shower. Her first thought is sex?
0: Her first thought isn't, there's so many people living here, I should check right. who's it's, in this shower. It's 7
1: AM, I have roommates, and I think I'm going to jump into the shower with someone.
0: Uh, and the fact that it's not Jughead. But it's...
1: Well, I do... So. I, I love the image of Jughead brushing his teeth and Frank is also in the shower at the same time. Like, Jughead walks in the shower, then another guy is, walks into the bathroom, another man's taking a shower, and they're just like, hey, what's going on?
0: Because this is like what it's like to live with like four boys. Right,
1: and Frank went to prison. He doesn't care about yeah, another yeah. person in the room where he showers right. with a curtain in between. He's like, thank
0: God there is this curtain. <laughs>
1: Archie slept at the fire station that is also his boxing gym that's also a youth center but also is a dog adoption. It's like it was dogs. (laughs) Uh, So everyone else could go home. He says, Guy's a prince, right? (gasps) Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Awkward. Meanwhile, Reggie is becoming a licensed stockbroker. We know this because he knows one whole fact. He's so smart.
0: He's the best.
1: (laughs) She... Clearly wants to go to live his New York life. He starts describing with like a swanky apartment and all of this stuff. And girl, if you want to go broke stocks with Reggie in New York, go broke stocks with Reggie New York. I'm no, sorry, one, is that no one is I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Okay, that's yeah. what the job entails. She
0: should be broken stocks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And not doing a stockbroker. Right. Right. She should not be living in a small town. Clearly
1: she's unhappy you did this to yourself. I don't yeah.
0: But she, it's interesting to me that I always kind of thought that Veronica like, had some loyalty to the
1: town of Riverdale.
0: And I'm learning that is not true. It's just one boy. Yeah. It's
1: always been one boy for her.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's hot. Pretty, pretty but... depressed.
1: Yeah, well, they never wrote stories where she got involved in anything else major. Not even, like, the diner doesn't even bring her that much joy to Well, she's been involved
0: it. in tons of stuff. She just hasn't um, seemed as passionate about anything that's not, like, being a business lady or dating Archie
1: it's either uh, apologizing for something she's done Mm. uh, fighting her father in some way or being with Archie in another way yeah well Archie apologizes to her for missing dinner again he says the whole town's on fire and she says this relationship is on fire
0: did she say that? no no. I wish
1: she did she asks him where he sees us in five years and he says here filming season 10 of Riverdale (laughs) and she lies to him and tells him that's fine And he takes off his shirt, but like in a sad way. He doesn't know how to feel about taking off his shirt.
0: (laughs) You like this, right? (laughs) Does this make it better?
1: (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, six. Count
0: the abs.
1: (laughs) Veronica tells Archie she feels like she's losing herself in his life.
0: It's been three days, (laughs) Veronica. Chill. (laughs) Like, what the hell? Like, I get it, but it's barely been a long weekend. (laughs) like Jesus
1: oh, you're right though yeah he just
0: survived a mine accident right.
1: <clears throat> I'm sorry I was out fighting fires for a town that <laughs> does not have a fire department
0: I, it's, she can be so selfish like so so mind numbingly selfish
1: honestly this whole season not a good look on her no. part really all the like how much she hated Chad he never did a thing and then she jumps <laughs> into this and she's Amelia. like this is bad too
0: this is actually about as bad. like,
1: you asked for everything that happened. Here. She's also like,
0: I thought that he was going to kill me in a helicopter accident, but actually, this is equal.
1: And I wish part of this were in relation to, oh, I murdered Chad.
0: But it's <laughs> not. She doesn't care about
1: that it, at all. Not a not a song, not a thought, not an image in her head. No. <laughs>
0: no, she doesn't remember that Chad is. She's like, they didn't
1: stick around to eat the chicken. Right. <laughs> Right. right, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this isn't right. I deserve better in a relationship. <laughs> you know what
0: she should have said? She should have been like, Archie, I feel like I will kill you <laughs> if this continues. <laughs> like, and I feel like that's right. not if, or if she,
1: If she like, had been pushed to say something really mean to him, I was like, yeah. oh my God, it's me. No. Kind of thing. It's that would her. have been incredible. It's not girl boss. It's not our go- girl, girl boss. Girl boss, like... Like
0: it keep. No, not her. She, uh... She made choices. You know, it, I, I feel like Veronica is, uh, it's her fault. She's unhappy. <laughs> I'll stand by that.
1: Yeah. Well, where would, we, where would you like to go next? Um, we got Tughead and uh, uh, Alice's Extraordinary Playlist.
0: Let's do Alice's Extraordinary. Actually, no. Tughead and then we'll do Alice. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I like to end where, <clears throat> where we kind of end with the episode.
1: Right. And the most important one. Yeah. Yeah. That keeps, keeps the audience in longer. Exactly. They, gotta, they gotta get there. You gotta
0: there. get to the most important part, holding you by, by the neck.
1: Tabitha's parents are here, which is, of course, uh, Sun Tate and Tabitha's mom. <laughs> Those are their names. <laughs> right. right. Her, uh, Tabitha's hair looks really cute today.
0: She's so cute. Yeah. This, She's the best.
1: She is amazing in this episode. Sun Tate and Tabitha's mom don't want to eat at Pops. She's like,
0: what? I wouldn't want to eat at Pop's where, either. Where
1: where are we supposed to get food in this town? Like <laughs> the Italian crime restaurant. Oh, right, yeah.
0: So if this were me I wouldn't it be like a dick like her parents are being about it.
1: Yeah, apparently Sun Tate hates this place.
0: <laughs> Which I could get if you if you only ate here for every single meal of your life. I would maybe want to branch out. Jughead, I get it.
1: Jughead and him should have bonded over that. And be like, listen, I know this menu just as well as you know this menu.
0: <laughs> so annoying that we have to eat here all the time.
1: That actually would have been cute if they were like yeah. cooking together in the back because they both know the menu by hand.
0: Well, like I get like not wanting to eat here for your Mother's Day dinner. Like I get that.
1: That's fair. No, no, yeah. no. That's that is fair. This is about mom, right? It, exactly. Tabitha, she does get to pick. <laughs> right,
0: and I mean they didn't have to. <laughs> oh, be my su-
1: father-in-law's restaurant. Yay. Yeah.
0: Right. They didn't. It's also a diner. She's like, oh, I thought we could have a meal here at this diner I own for free.
1: They color on the on the mats here, honey. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my God. So the diner in my hometown has these um these like paper like paper placemats place for kids or whatever and then you get crayons and stuff it's delightful and you know <laughs> usually still get them because they kind of keep the table
1: clean right, right, right last
0: time i was there i just really kind of looked at it there's like a very offensive drawing of a native american like on it <gasps>
1: on the placemat
0: yeah this might have been like mm, two years ago because mm-hmm. i haven't been back in a while but it's like it's like it's like a color in the native american <laughs>
1: And I'm like, huh? That was bad.
0: That's bad. Our hometown <laughs> feels was... like we're
1: asking for it,
0: right? Our Our hometown is, does have a rich Native American history, so maybe they were trying to be sensitive, but it doesn't. Doesn't sound like it's it. not. It's not a great like look. No, it's not a great look. They, they probably don't have that in Riverdale.
1: Mm-hmm. Tabitha then invites Jughead over and tells her parents that she is dating him.
0: And Jacket's like, yes, we are. Yes,
1: we are dating.
0: And then he's like, but I want to though.
1: Yeah, right. Then the next scene he was like, okay, but like, can we? Do you actually want to date? Which I, I appreciate that he's just straight up be like, clearly there's something happening here because you're choosing to spend time with me, right? And no <laughs> one does that. No one,
0: no one wants that. I, uh, I she, didn't think she, he wanted that. And he, I didn't... he
1: tells her he wants it. She tells him she's interested too. But apparently the timing is bad. Timing.
0: I I don't know. I've never. What was what's poor timing?
1: Well, they launch they launch into the song "Perfect for You."
0: They're like, this is convenient. So we'll... hold on, we have
1: big feelings. Let's sing. Okay. Look I'm at Mister. Look sing. at Mister. Doesn't sing over here. Suddenly, every musical he's episode. Good. He he's... belts out.
0: I think he's pretty good. I wonder if he took lessons. <clears throat> maybe he's like embarrassed. Maybe he's like one of those. Maybe
1: maybe. I think the song was really cute. I think uh, Tabitha. Is really good at the stage and musical stuff. Like she's doing bigger expressions, yeah, bigger everything, and uh, sometimes it feels like she's working a lot harder than Cole. <laughs> That's fine. But I hope they get along off camera. Yeah. Um, and then they they do a kiss. They and do a, They do a kiss. Let me let me let me tell you something about a kiss that I just learned. See see, there's a pandemic on right now. Yeah. And so if you're if you're gonna kiss someone in an episode of TV you have to get tested more for covid to be like no one with covid's kissing each other we're not filming that we're not letting right. that pass so uh, you have to take five covid tests around around a kiss how so what? like three in the lead up
0: like how many, how many hours before
1: like like 3 days before okay or or something like that and then the day of you take a rapid in the morning okay which costs even more money like, cause like mostly a test is like $90, 95 dollars per person per yeah. test, and then and then after the test you or after the the kiss the next day you're getting tested again. Oh, and all of those you want to come back.
0: I kind of feel negative. like that's that doesn't make sense because it's like if you gave somebody COVID during that kiss,
1: it wouldn't take like three days to show up? It's more we have to n- know if it's. Oh, I, I see what you mean because it wouldn't be. I don't know how quickly it becomes something you can test for, though. I know symptoms don't show up for maybe two weeks, but I think you can test positive sooner than that.
0: I think it's, I think it's. Um, they say that earlier than three days, likely to get a false negative.
1: Right. Or positive. Well, yeah, we're just trying to make sure, because even if they start testing positive after, then we got to be worried about everyone
0: yeah. before
1: that, too. Yeah.
0: I'm happy. Was it worth it? Was it worth it, Jaffa? Are you happy? No.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Sun Tate calls Jughead into his car. He tells Jug that Tabitha is Wait, out of his league.
0: Question. You saw this scene. You're yeah. describing it now. So...
1: Oh, I heard there is the, the version on the app was extended a little bit. Yeah, so... okay, This so, wasn't on TV. So
0: I watched the episode on a screener site. I got it early. Mm-hmm. And so that was a I I wrote an article about this scene... And then I read on Twitter um, that another another person who reviewed the episode was like, "Oh, and there was this scene with Jughead and Tabitha's dad that was really cool." And I was like, "What? What do you mean? Like, I thought not... you,
1: but you just said you wrote up the scene." No,
0: I did, but I guess he was saying that like the, that it didn't air on broadcast. He was like, "This scene didn't air on broadcast, but there was a scene between Tab." And I was like, "What?
1: Then why would Jughead be late to dinner later?"
0: Right. Exactly. Very confusing. Anyway, they cut the whole thing. Okay. So maybe you saw it, but maybe you didn't.
1: If you didn't see this scene, that feels kind of necessary. Sante <laughs> calls Jughead into his car, and tells Jug that Tabitha is out of his league. And Jughead asks him if he wants to sing about this, and he says, "No, no, no, no singing necessary. <laughs> no. This might get cut out of the episode." <laughs> he, tell, he tells Jughead to stay away from dinner, and Jughead says, "You remind me of Hiram Lodge." he goes, I literally have no idea who you're talking <laughs> that about. That was what I
0: wrote. I was like, that's so funny. Why doesn't he have any this idea? This keeps coming up.
1: First one was like the rum maker, but she's not alcoholic like, and this guy's. R- I don't know this man. <laughs> Listen, I, I only know Chicago crime lords.
0: <laughs> I just love how it's like in one hand, like I was the most famous person in the world. And in another hand, it's like, what? Like, who is this man? Like in this first, I just rewatched the pilot yesterday. And they made it seem like he was like, I don't know, Bernie Madoff, like, you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They had the idea. And then they were like, wouldn't it be neat if he were a mobster?
0: And then it was like who nobody knew. Right. What about that?
1: Yeah. Consistency is hard. So Jughead doesn't show up to dinner at first. The Tates are mean.
0: They're so mean.
1: Though probably a little bit justified, it sounds like Tabitha was way more successful in Chicago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's like a rich, rich girl, also. Yeah. I love how she never mentions that when Veronica Shh, is
1: wearing sh- pearls. Right. Oh, yeah. You're... Wow. Yeah, it's all up front, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Chuckhead <clears throat> shows up in a cool plaid dinner jacket. Ooh. Yeah, and then I start singing, uh, hey, number three reprise.
0: Okay, I don't remember that. <laughs>
1: it's very cute, because he's like, you're in blue, and she's in blue. Oh, and yeah. And she's
0: like. Well, it be weird if.
1: If she wore an white yeah. blue. <clears throat> what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, this is red, but thank you. And they say, let's get out of here, and then they go dance in a garage.
0: So it happened. Jabitha. 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 <sighs> you don't like it, Tughead? I mean better. I mean
1: Tughead isn't better. For right. sure. You can't call them Tughead. But...
0: Wait, why? Is that, a, is that like Well, a what slur? does it sound like? Buggy?
1: <clears throat> it sounds it doesn't sound a little bit sexual. Uh
0: I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know this one. <laughs> <laughs> is there a thing like that? Like you're like, is this like a reference to a thing that I don't know, <laughs> or are you just like, isn't it weird? Well, I
1: feel weird explaining it. I just you know what? I'll assumed... Google it
0: later. It's Javitha. <laughs> I think I get the concept. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. It all it all comes together. I'm
0: already, aware. But... I mean, I'm 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 hip with the dives. <laughs> I know. We'll call them that. if
1: it upsets you. <laughs> and then there's Alice.
0: And then there's Alice. I don't know what that was either, I'm sorry.
1: What about Brian?
0: What about Brian? What about Brian? What
1: about Brian? What about Brian? <laughs> Betty's life is so sad that everyone has to be in a scene together. Cheryl took in the twins. don't do that, stop giving children to her.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're really just putting a lot of <laughs> Yeah, Thanks so is like... All.
1: Cheryl has changed this week This week she's pretty solid yeah. So I think it's a good decision Next week we'll rethink it
0: Next week I think she's being lit on fire
1: You Can't can't raise a kid if you're on fire No
0: you can't raise a kid, if, raise you're a a kid if, you're if you're on fire
1: Everyone knows this Jughead finally goes oh my god wait I saw Alice like three weeks ago and she looked really sad Is she okay?
0: Did something <laughs> happen? What's going on? <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I know I was there in the junkyard But still <laughs> Oh, is that upsetting? Yeah. I, I can see <laughs> oh, <say> that. Oh, <laughs> she's upset about Polly. Right, right. Alice can't stop listening to her Next to norm- Normal cast record. Yeah. High quality. Yeah. They're, everyone around the table asks, what's Next to Normal? And Betty starts passing around playbills. <laughs> it's, a, it's a play about a mom who wants a perfectly normal family, but it's a musical fantasy.
0: It's a mus- yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then they sing "Just Another Day," and Charles is here, and Polly, yeah. and it's really fun.
0: It is fun. I kept
1: looking around for Hal to show up, and he was not there.
0: <laughs> yeah, she fucking hated Hal. <laughs> she, she hated not it.
1: even in her fantasy is no. Hal there. No. The record starts skipping, and all well, the everyone other than Alice starts doing this, like like. Uh, Great big uh, beautiful tomorrow yes. Disneyland-like. We're caught in a motion thing. It's a
0: great big beautiful tomorrow. Right, the
1: carousel of progress. Yes, and
0: Disney World exclusively. Ah. I
1: know. Suck on that Disneyland.
0: Yeah, I love Disneyland. I'm sorry.
1: Real life is sad. The yeah. house is a mess. The lighting is different. Although Alice quickly cleans up for the rest of the episode.
0: Aww. Uh
1: She sings I Miss the Mountains where she's singing about happy memories, and Betty has to remind her those days weren't perfect either. But uh, Alice isn't leaving the house. <laughs> Next time we see her, she's singing a song with Betty and Polly on the piano, and then real Betty comes in behind. Yeah, There's a cool. fake Betty in the, in the foreground. The piano is new, ordered off of Glamazon,
0: Imagine if Jeff Bezos was like, what if it was... Uh, Glef Bezos. Glef Bezos. Bezos. It's it's Glamazon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Glamazon. That's what we're going
0: to call it. Glamazon. Oh, is it because you can order beauty products over it? Sure. You can order
1: books over it. (laughs) Oh.
0: But Blamazon just sounded weird. (laughs) Why not like
1: Amazon, like the rainforest? No. No.
0: Is it because we're tearing down the Amazon to make the books that we're ordering off of
1: Amazon? Right. And and, and and glamping supplies.
0: It's so sad.
1: Wow. Alice turns down an invite to Varchie's first dinner. Probably a good call. Yes, although, yes. Although Veronica probably wouldn't have moved out if Betty had just been there to be like, are you, what do you No, It's fine. Hi. Imagine. We, are, we can talk. <laughs> but
0: imagine if Alice and Betty show up and <laughs> Betty's like, I'm so happy that we can all get together and have a beautiful friend
1: dinner. <laughs> Archie and Frank leave. leave.
0: <laughs> Everybody leaves. Uh, well, then,
1: then she... She could at least talk to both Jughead and Veronica. Yeah. She probably would have helped being there.
0: If Jughead was there, there would be a buffer. uh,
1: Alice is instead going to cook for the whole family. Ooh. Uh Uh-oh. And they sing a song, It's Gonna Be Good. Uh, Alice and her hallucinations make a lot of food. Too much for two people. Yeah. Bring it to the the Blossoms' house. Because they had so much breakfast the other week.
0: Yeah, they love a big meal.
1: Betty shows Alice Polly's ashes. Oh. I mean, Polly's sitting right next to Alice when this happens. Like,
0: no, no. <laughs>
1: uh, then they sing She's Not Here, and Polly and Charles leave, and Alice bursts in tears, and Betty oh, invites oh. her to a Broadway show.
0: So how close do they live to the city? Because they're not even going to stay over her.
1: Every season it moves closer, <laughs> right. and then the final season they're going to zoom out, and they're in Central Park. Yeah. <laughs>
0: This small town in Central Park has so much crime. It's
1: so much crime. What, what is the NYPD going to do about it? Oh, we don't actually cover it. It's just one sheriff guy. Right, right. Yeah, but, you know, at least they got hundreds of dollars to spend on tickets. Yeah. So they're on their way to see Moulin Rouge. Interesting choice. I yeah. I don't know what, what Broadway show I would be recommending, but...
0: Um, Jackie Little Pill?
1: Yeah? Did, um, have you heard the news about it?
0: Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh... Tootsie, my favorite musical.
1: Tootsie, they should see Tootsie. Guys, I saw... something as far from what they're dealing with as possible. Yeah,
0: Tootsie is not relevant at all. Tootsie will never be a musical on Riverdale. I love Tootsie. I saw that front row baby by myself. I don't know why, I that, <laughs> but I... good for you. Yeah, it was great. It was yeah. really great. It was like the best day ever.
1: Except Polly and Charles come down and pull Alice in from going out to the show
0: it's so sad
1: she knows charles isn't dead right i
0: know that's what i said i was like yeah but he's still alive. He's, like you could call him. you could
1: go and you could go and talk to him yeah
0: i think she's mourning the fact that he's a serial killer and
1: not what she wanted yeah I mean, yeah would have been fun if chick came through one of these songs at one point <laughs> no go upstairs <laughs> not you <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're, the, you're the one i don't want here
1: betty forces alice to look at her Alice says Betty wasn't there. She calls her out on leaving home and then blames her for everything that happened after she came back.
0: Oh, it's not fair.
1: Betty wasn't great about spending time with mom while she was looking for Polly. Yeah. She was like, if I just find Polly, that'll solve everything.
0: Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, no, it didn't. Mom,
1: I was uh, held underground by a serial killer who likes to chop people into itty bitty pieces. So we're all dealing with stuff. (laughs)
0: It's funny, well it's not funny, it's horrible because she was kidnapped by a serial killer and survived, but uh, Polly was kidnapped by a serial killer and didn't.
1: You know, clearly one kid was raised better than the other
0: one, Mom. I mean, that's a whole other argument we can make. It's almost like Betty had the instincts of how... And that's a little disturbing. Well, yeah, the
1: serial killer gene. Yeah. Oh wait, how didn't have he the serial didn't killer have it.
0: gene? Why not just make him have it? Wouldn't that have made more sense? Nah. Like it's like it's implying then that it comes from allergies. The darkness
1: comes from dad, but the serial killer gene comes from mom. <laughs>
0: right. It's like the only thing that makes sense is if it comes from mom, if right, because Charles has it, Betty has it. How also is a serial killer who does not have it? No, no,
1: but he's got darkness. Right, but
0: like then why wouldn't we just have it be that it doesn't matter? It's just a weird topic.
1: Because it matters so much. It matters
0: so much, but also... Sometimes. You could be a serial killer and not have it.
1: Yeah. Very weird. Betty goes to Kevin. She's petrified for her mom. And then they sing I've Been. He encourages her. And we cut between her, Tony, and Betty. They're all struggling together separately. Tony struggles, of course, struggling to give a child to the worst person <laughs> she knows. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a good idea.
1: Uh, and then, next thing we know, Betty got rid of Alice's record player. Why uh, not just the record?
0: Right, it does feel like throwing We have maybe. a lot of
1: records, Be- Betty. Now what?
0: <laughs> maybe I with the a bad water gun It was vibe. Yeah.
1: She promises Alice that she's not leaving her alone ever, and they bring him for a hug. Oh. And they sing, uh, maybe... In parentheses, next to normal. Where Alice doesn't think things, things will get better. Doesn't think things will get better. And Betty says, maybe not perfect, but maybe next to normal. Oh, it's ah. the name of the
0: show. It's the name <coughs> of the episode.
1: And Charles and Polly leave. Bye. And then we go to uh, Pops after some memorial we'll see later.
0: Wow. At first uh, I was like,
1: what, you didn't show us the memorial scene? But they, they actually they, they actually did. do show us the memorial. Yeah. Way. They got me.
0: It's pretty sad. Yeah. And everyone is there.
1: Jughead? No, only three people are there at the at the at Pops. Jughead pours drinks. Oh. For uh for Kevin, who quickly realizes he's the third wheel in the scene. He's oh. Like, oh no, you two are. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, they sing light. Alice and Betty resolve to move forward. Archie sits sadly at home alone. Oh. Tony and thanks feed feed little Tony a bottle and have a cute little kiss. Nice.
0: It's cute.
1: Veronica leaves Archie. Nice
0: it worked out yeah
1: i'm fine with this
0: yeah this this is this is uh,
1: very very grown up i guess kind of rushed but ultimately i'm i'm in favor of this Varchi development i uh, as being smarter than i gave him credit for last week
0: i think that they need to just figure out how they're going to move forward these relationships
1: so, uh, Kevin Googles directions to the woods. Cheryl plays chess against Britta, who has a beautiful singing
0: voice. Hey! Glad we and just found out.
1: one coming. Uh, everyone stands in that one graveyard the CW has in Canada. <laughs> it's the same place where multiple Green Arrow characters are buried. Hey, the twins are real. They are real. And They're Polly's no longer cardboard the cutouts. That, yeah, they came back to life. And Britta... Archie's right there. Go to him. No, come on, go.
0: <laughs> Your dad is right there.
1: And that's the end of the episode.
0: Wow. Well, it was very emotional. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, if you uh, if you hear noise, that is the shower. And I
1: can't... We're recording this from inside the shower.
0: We're recording that inside the shower. Tears went cold, I'm wondering what I'm... You just leave that. <laughs> just, I don't know why. I was going to be like, like that song, which has nothing to do with the shower. But that noise that you hear, that is a shower. It is loud, and I'm sorry, but we're just going to power through, guys, because we have a Cheesecake Factory (laughs) reservation.
1: We do. We do have to go to the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) Um, I'm sure you'll understand.
0: You'll understand. You get it.
1: So who is your Riverdale Citizen of the Week?
0: I would say Tony, but she did give Britta to a monster. Yeah, not her. Um, Kevin kind of helped out. Yeah. Uh, I'm
1: going to give it to Archie. Guy's a prince Yeah Guy's uh, a uh, prince Really 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 puts a lot On the line For his town And his coworkers. And then when his Girlfriend's like Hey I'm feeling Really unseen He's like I've, I literally haven't Been home in days What are you talking about <laughs> You know it's been Three days right?" It's been
0: three days It's been less Than a long weekend But
1: no, Who uh, aged Like fine Wine
0: Uh Chick No not chick Charles <laughs> Charles Chick wasn't here Charles He looked great yeah,
1: him would fine. Oh, that's good. I was very into Tabitha this episode. Oh, she's beautiful, though. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous.
0: Yeah. What do we do now?
1: Uh, River Mel. I mean, we got a season finale next week, and yeah. I and it does not feel that way.
0: So, uh, I know that we saw... I think someone's gonna die. If it's Pop Tate, I quit.
1: Uh, he's already dead. He's a ghost.
0: <laughs> if they re-kill Pop Tate, I quit. Um, I do think someone's gonna die. I have a feeling it might be, like, Frank...
1: Oh no, Frank. Like no.
0: somebody kind of disposable. No offense, uh, Frank. Well, I,
1: I don't think they would kill Frank because that's killing Archie's dad twice in a yeah.
0: sense. But I also... Hiram? I mean, that's the dream, right? Right. Now that we've moved past the Katie Keen timeline, he can die. Yeah,
1: we, so... God, those ma- those monsters of Katie Keene, they're the ones that cured his, his life-threatening exa- disease.
0: Exactly. So I don't know, though. I don't really know, like, what else, like...
1: Yeah, the final showdown for the Palladium? I don't know. We've already stopped the Mothmen,
0: right? I don't I, know. I
1: guess dealt with everyone's trauma. Yeah, it it kind of just feels like the board's been wiped clean, and like we could just do something like normal emotional drama stuff
0: yeah. next week,
1: or I, murder somebody.
0: Well, so they're kind of teasing this idea that there's going to be like some sort of battle, half of Riverdale versus the other half of Riverdale
1: oh okay we haven't really been drawing sides this whole time no
0: but i'm kind of interested if that if something happens next week that sets up like a five against five kind of scenario i'm kind of curious like it would be really fun if like archie wasn't on veronica's side you know we're gonna see a betty archie reunion by the way if you uh, didn't see it, i didn't see that
1: no i saw the scene where jughead met dad met son right But i didn't see this
0: so there is a Barshi reunion uh unless it's a dream or something but it looks like they kiss i guess the betty veronica friendship is just officially dead because nobody gives a shit about hoes over bros at all
1: i i saw roberto tweeted a picture of Betty and Veronica in a shot together, and he says this conversation happens the season finale, and it's so vague. It's like, what conversation? We both slept with Archie. Is that the
0: one? I mean, it's sort of like I don't. Is it?
1: I I haven't seen you in months. Are you okay?
0: Right, right. I would be pissed if I was Veronica. Betty hooked up with Archie. I'm not gonna lie. Like maybe not after seven years. Yeah. Like maybe not like oh like last time they hooked up. But now, after they just broke up, and then Betty's gonna go with Oh, oh, up, oh, oh
1: happening thinks, again right now. It's like, yeah. yeah,
0: that's like not okay. Actually, that is like very not okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Justice for Veronica in that case. Hundred mm-hmm. percent on her side if she's mad about it. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited though. This trailer looks fun, and I'm excited. Nice. Yeah. Great. Yeah.
1: What are you watching?
0: Oh, what am I watching? You know, honestly, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I, like, was watching things, and they're over. I was watching Nine Perfect Strangers, and it ended. I'm going to get into Ordinary Joe, but I'm watching watch a second episode. <laughs> it's fun. I like it. I do worry that it's not going to go anywhere because it's, like, it's, like...
1: Well, it, everything has to move at a third the speed of a normal show.
0: Yeah. And the other issue of it is, like, if there's not going to be, like, a situation where we overlap timelines or something. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, Ordinary Joe is... We
1: talked about it last Yeah, time.
0: we talked about it last time. But in case you don't listen to that part mm-hmm. um, like,
1: In case you skip over every time I talk about it. Right, right, So, right. I listen to Kayla talking about stuff.
0: Well, like, if you, if you didn't listen to the last time thing, the concept is that it's, like, same guy, three different timelines, sliding door style. So, same basic things happen.
1: Right. It's always, like, one event in three different perspectives. Yeah. And there's stuff where where Rockstar Joe is looking for his son who we've already met in two other timelines. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's cool. It's a cool show, but I'm I'm wondering what's going to happen cuz like eventually it's going to be like okay, like
1: like Now we, what? <laughs> right.
0: Like it's almost like part of me wonders if it would be a good anthology show. <clears throat> You know, it's like What a different like doing person. a different person three timelines? Yeah,
1: maybe. Or something. Well, it's definitely not that because it's about a straight white man.
0: Named ordinary Joe, but it could be ordinary Josephine for season two.
1: That's that's ridiculous. Ordinary is the first name.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> Mr. Joe. Mis- Mr. Ordinary. Detective Joe. Doctor Joe. <laughs> right. Exactly. First okay. name ordinary.
0: Which is a weird name, but you know. Yeah. Oh, well, it's
1: it, every every character meets him like really
0: ordinary. We're gonna call you Joe.
1: Yeah, can I call you Joe? Please don't.
0: Are you gonna watch? What are you gonna watch? What are you watching?
1: Uh, so what? What do you know about La Brea?
0: Oh, I wa- I read the script for the first episode, but I actually have an opinion about it already.
1: It's it's, it's the worst <laughs> network lost attempt in a long time, in so- a way that that is oddly compelling and i might keep watching
0: so i read the script and i liked it actually i'm really rooting though for the guy uh his name is jack martin i think he's like a newcomer but he's a tiktoker that i've been obsessed with is he the son? yeah he has like longish brown hair yeah real generic white guy yeah super generic but here's the thing he's so fucking funny on tiktok he does like this bit where he's uh the property brother's sons or son, that he's the son of the problem. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know, he's just really funny. Like, he's just, like, a really funny, funny guy. Um,
1: His character uh, does not get a chance to be funny.
0: I had a feeling about that I haven't read the script, but uh, I'll watch it, actually. It's, it's,
1: so, for those who don't know, uh, it's it's morning traffic here in Los Angeles. Los Angeles that I think might be shot in, I want to say Australia. Australia. He yeah, he was in Australia. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden the sinkhole opens right next to the Librea Tar Pits. Yeah. And, and people start falling into this incredibly overblown but also uh, uh, poorly executed uh, a special effects scene where the mom and the son and many other people and buildings fall into this hole. But oh. don't worry, the girl with the prosthetic leg, she makes it. She oh, escapes. Good. And they fall through a big hole in the ground and land in a prehistoric world. And you're like, journey to the center of the earth. So right? cool, yeah. Uh, and
0: is there a sky
1: there's a sky with like a, a ripple in it that looks like a aurora borealis
0: interesting how is there a sky there in the middle of the earth
1: mm, how indeed
0: how indeed how
1: indeed yeah. so they meet all these other survivors and they're all the most generic poorly it, it performance wise everyone's making the wrong decisions here oh. casting wise it's a lot of like these are all very generic faces Australians doing American accents nice. mm. there's, a, there's a guy who does drugs he's, he's always yeah. high and a girl who goes don't you know those kill brain cells so it's very smart this show
0: Right, It hates uh, drugs. Uh,
1: there's a there's a good man who's a doctor. So interesting. There's a scared man with a gun. Wow. And it's all conversations <laughs> where like we need to feed all these people, and they gesture around. But because it's COVID, there's actually no other people around them. So well, it's just like six people, people around me seven to feet breathe. away. And meanwhile, all this is happening. The dad is up top, and he has visions of the world underground. It's manifest. It Doesn't make any sense. I'm so excited to watch it now. <gasps> oh, and then at the end of the episode, they reveal it's not just a hole in the ground. It's a time hole in the ground. They went back in time.
0: Well, that would make sense because it was a prehistoric.
1: Well, yeah, I just assumed it was like, you know, hollow earth theory like in uh, uh Aquaman or uh, yeah. Godzilla versus Kong. Uh-huh. The greatest movie of the year. We'll
0: have to talk about whatever that is off mic cuz I don't know this theory. But anyway.
1: Well, a journey to the center of the earth. Do you know the the old the old book? No, I saw like the The Brendan Fraser movie. For the
0: Brendan Fraser
1: movie. Yeah, so th- there there are these old stories where it's like at the center of the earth there's just or earth uh, we're just it's like it's like hollow caves with light sources and you can be in them and it's like you're underground but you're above ground this is where the dinosaurs live now okay that's the idea cool i like it uh but labrea is uh, very bad but in a way we're probably gonna keep watching i'm gonna hate yeah. watch the show a little bit
0: i'm excited good for you jack you don't know me but i follow you on tiktok and if you listen to this that would be weird but i would be happy <laughs> I, TikTokers are my friends. We became friends in quarantine. Oh, not actually
1: though. He doesn't know you though. No, it's one of those.
0: No, but he made me. social friendships. Pure social so friendships. Exactly, exactly. And of
1: course, you listener, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah,
0: no. I don't. I don't think we're cool enough for that yet. No. I don't know.
1: You don't think they're like a classic Caitlyn and John, my best friends?
0: I hope. You, I hope so. <laughs> Honestly, it's all I've ever wanted. So no, I maybe maybe that's not a lie. Who knows? Whoever knows. Anyway, we should go to the Cheesecake Factory.
1: Where can they find you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can find me at the Cheesecake Factory. Um, Don't follow me there. Um, It's at Riley Tweets on Twitter. R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. You can also find us on Instagram at the Riverdale Register Podcast. It's great. We comment now. It's so exciting. What about you, John?
1: You can find me on my blog, Catching the Rye. Rye spelled W-R-Y. I apologize. I haven't really been writing anything on there. I have been writing just stuff for running a spec i'm running a NICUS spec
0: nickus yeah i've heard of that show yeah. i have a friend who works on that show oh my
1: god i might i might take a risk and put it on someone's desk
0: okay we'll definitely ask them first yeah, or yeah, don't yeah. sign your name
1: for sure for sure for <laughs> sure
0: <laughs> they're gonna listen to this obviously and say, oh Steve. And yeah
1: yeah the the showrunner of nickus loves this well conference.
0: mark obviously oh, he- mark
1: harman yeah. yeah he wants to check in on me every now and then right
0: exactly so he, he probably does but anyway very exciting things
1: Yeah, like Cheesecake Factory.
0: Yeah. It's been fun being a vegan. (laughs) This is my test. Over and out, River Vixens.